Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Welcome to all you listeners out there. We have a very special guest on today, Miss Tawanda. Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we're here in the podcast booth, and we're sitting here laughing, um, and she's telling some stories about her life, and we're just laughing, giggling, like little teenage kids. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to talk about, she was telling about this story about a guy she used to live with. And now I thought this story was crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. It's some crazy ass story. That's my life. Um, without further ado, I'll let you rock out. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, everyone. Let me tell you a story about... Well, I have several stories, but I'm only going to tell you one today. Oh, well, two. We're going to two. No, this one's free. The next one I'll charge Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> we, we don't type budget. <laughs> Tequila, I don't have y'all ain't sponsored this yet. It's going to take more than two Pepsis the next time. <laughs> Bunch type. Okay. So, there was a guy I was dating. Um, we were... Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend at the time and um, we were in a very serious relationship um, and at this time it was around Christmas uh, I, I know it to be Christmas at that time because he asked me to take his mother to the mall to finish her Christmas shopping and um, he asked that I would take his car instead of my car it was a little odd um, for him to say oh and take my car not that I hadn't driven his car before, but he had a stick at the time, and I wasn't, and I wasn't all that comfortable with driving the five-speed. Um, but anyway, I decided that I would take her. Uh, she wanted to go to Mondawmin Mall. For those who don't know what Mondawmin Mall is, oh. Baltimore, <laughs> it's an adventure and a half. In itself. In itself. <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's putting it politely. <laughs> so... Carry on. Uh, and I have to admit, I grew up in a rough neighborhood, so I know what Mondam and Mall area is, and I just didn't want to go. But I'm trying to make good on a new relationship and bond with his mom, so I take her, and we're walking around the mall. By me not being a drinker, I have always been designated driver, and I say that because I know... I know where I parked the car. Let me just start so, off with that. So since we're drinking at this pod right now, I need to ride to the store. I'm a little tipsy. Go ahead. So I know where I parked the car. As we're coming out the mall, I go in the direction where the car is supposed to be. Only to find that the car is not there. What? The car is not here. I not only know the row that it's on, I know the area, the row, and the number of spaces that it's on. Let's just say if you're at King's Dominion, you, you look up and you find the animal or whatever the placement is over top of that. I know that. I know the row. I know the number, the car, everything. The car is not there. There's another car in that parking space. How could this be? I know the car should be here. So, wait a minute, how long were you guys at the mall for? 
we were at the mall for about an hour. His mom decided, to, she said to me, well, maybe you parked it in the wrong place this time. Maybe you're not so sure. I said, no, I'm sure. She convinced me to walk this way and that way. And, you know, let's see if we can find it because you probably didn't park it in the right place. I am positive I parked this car right here in this spot. It came to her mind in about, let's just say, 10, 20 minutes as we we're walking around. Oh, my gosh. You will not believe this. She said, now that, you, now that I think about it, he was cleaning his car out today. And she said, and this is something that just brings to my mind. Do you know how you're cleaning your car out as if you're trying to sell it or get, you're not going to have it anymore? He wasn't just cleaning it out. He was cleaning it out. She says, that car wasn't, it was there. It was, she said, I bet he stole the car. Now, hold on. I, I don't understand this. What do you mean? Why would anybody steal a car? This sounds absurd. It, it sounds absurd to me as well. But there, back in the day, and it still may be present today, there was this thing where when guys wanted to get rid of their cars for the insurance money, they would pull the stolen car scam. They would prove their car or act as if their car was stolen. And some of them would have other people steal them, and some of them would steal the car themselves and put it someplace uh, and keep it out of sight for 30 days so that the insurance company would pay off whatever the car was worth. And his mother had reassured me that that's what she thought had happened. I'm thinking to myself, like, you got to be kidding me. So at this point, you're questioning what kind of guy are you dating? What kind of situation am I in right now? Not only the guy, the mother. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, what mother says this stupid stuff about our son? I was thinking, what, what is this? What kind of shenanigans am I in? I have no idea, but I'm thinking, I have never. And again, I'm from... A rough neighborhood, so you would expect that I would know some of this stuff or have seen some of this stuff if this was the way it was normal. Well, let me give you guys a little background. This is a young lady who went to a four-year school, played basketball in college, and you come back to this. And I come back to this. And I'm Lincoln. I just don't understand why a mother would say this about her son. Um, but she... she told this story over and over to me, and I thought, okay, maybe it's true, but she didn't mention this when uh, we had summoned the police uh, to come and take the story. And one thing I noticed, that in that spot where the car was, there was no glass at all that said someone had bashed a window in and took the car. There was nothing that was close to saying that this car was stolen. And when we called the police, they told us that there was this new thing where uh, guys were stealing the car with some other device where they would pull uh, the lock out of the door. Like they stick something into the lock and they can just yank the entire lock off and open the door that way. So they thought that might have been uh, the way that the car had been uh, entered and then stolen. But his mother kept saying to me, that's not what happened. I know my son. And what I saw today, 
leads me further to believe that he took this car himself. So, did you call him up? And what was, how did that conversation go? So, and then I called him and said, hey, um, where are you? And he says, um, I'm down away. And I'm thinking, like, it, it, it started to just, like, sink into me, like, you're just hanging around. Why didn't you take your mother to the mall? Your car was just stolen. And he was not shocked, upset. His reaction wasn't what I thought it would be. And, and he was pretty much, you know, like, what? oh, really? And, and I thought he would be, like, totally upset, upset with me because I took the car and it got stolen while in my possession. And he never, ever expressed any type of uh, upset feelings towards me or the fact that the car was gone at all. And it started to sink into me that maybe his mother was telling the truth, but I just didn't want to believe it until... There's, there's a part two to this. There's, there's more. Okay, so with the car stolen, we have no idea where this car is at this point. We have filed a police report. Filed a police report. Okay. The car shows up after the 30-day segment, and it showed up. Um, it was torched. The car was torched, but it was found, um, and he did receive the insurance money for the vehicle. Fast forward until we're in this real serious relationship. Uh, we're living together at this point, and one of our cars uh, supposedly kept being broken into. The window would be smashed or whatever. And um, he mentioned to me that he was sick and tired of uh, having to have the window repaired, so he thought the best thing to do is, well, hell, I'll just leave the doors open, and, and if anybody wants to break in, they don't have to, because the windows will be, the doors will be open, they can just go in and steal the car. And I was like, what? That is not the wisest, that's not the, the right answer here. That does not make sense at all. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm dealing with, right? <laughs> wow. So, one day, he decides, well, he was working, um, the first shift, and he would get up early in the morning, and I'd walk him out, um, walk him to the door, uh, kiss him goodbye, and he walked out, and the car was gone from in front of the door, gone, and he played it off so well. He walked out the door, and I walked with him, um, and he got down the first set of steps, and then he turned around and said, where's the car? So. What do you mean, where's the car? You had it first, last. How do I know where you parked the car? He said, I parked it right here in front of the house. It's gone. And I said, are you sure you parked it in front of the house? Check on the side of the house. Maybe it's up the street. Maybe it's around. The car was gone. Again. I don't know. We just have bad luck with cars. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? And he turned to me. And at this particular time, we had several cars. I think we had uh, two, two cars and a pickup truck. So he says, uh, again, he didn't even express any, <laughs> he was like, dang. The, the biggest thing he said was, and I had all the uh, football equipment in there too for, for the kids playing you know, football and everything. That was the biggest thing. There was no sense of 
anger, real sincere anger, and, and he just turned back to the door and asked if I would call the insurance company to let them know that, that our car was stolen. Now, <laughs> both, of these, both of these situations, did you call the insurance company? And why didn't he, if it's his car, why aren't you calling? Why is he not calling? Well, for the first one, the car belonged to him only. So he did make that phone call or had his mother make the phone call. Wait a minute, the car was in his mama's name? No, it was in his name. But he had his mother. I, I, don't ask me. This this is what happens when you, when you wind up in a relationship with the devil. There are a lot of extensions to this thing. Uh, things get turned quickly. Yeah. You just have no idea where you'll end up. So uh, the vehicle that uh, we owned together, uh, I wound up calling the insurance company. You see, it made more sense to him that he wasn't involved in any of the disappearances of the vehicle. So it could not be linked up to him. But the minute I walked out that door with him and saw that that car was stolen, the first thing came to mind was some, some 12 years ago, your mom told me that you had stolen that other car. Now all of this makes so much sense to me. You're just in the habit of doing these awkward and unnecessary things just to get out of one car payment or get out of one vehicle and into another. It just doesn't make sense. It, it, the light bulb came on to me immediately, and I thought, who in the heck am I sleeping with? Funny it, you should say that. Uh, funny I should say that, because he did say that to me one day. He said, I said to him, you know, your cousin just got out of jail for doing time for killing someone for about, he had spent like 20, 25 years in prison. And he came out and everything was totally different now. And I said, that young lady that's with him right now, she has no idea who she's sleeping with. And he turned to me and said, you don't have any idea who you're sleeping with either. Um, Powerful. <laughs> What I mean, let's let's pump the brakes. Real quick. Powerful. When you hear, wow, that's like I can't even explain what oh. you just said to me. Can that's, you imagine that, that's me? Very powerful. Imagine me. I'm like I have no idea. At that point, what goes through your mind when person who you think you love or in love with says something that? crazy what goes through one's mind you never know what you think you know simple as that wow now you said <laughs> same person you guys had a Disney World trip yes <laughs> we had taken uh, the family down to Disney World and um when I say you never know what you think you know, uh, this person had so many things going on with them that they seemed to be jealous of everything that looked in my direction to the point that we were at Disney World and we were around all the uh, 
the mascots, um, Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, you know, Scooby-Doo happened to come up, which was one of the kids' favorite um, animated people, and came up, and you know, I was like, hey, look, there's Scooby, and Scooby is, you know, talking to the kids and actually, like, hugging me. We were taking a picture, and, and he felt that Scooby-Doo had gotten a little too close for his liking. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about a, 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 a character. Yes, that's what we're talking about, a character. Did the character whisper? We're talking about two characters, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did he whisper, did, did the character whisper in your ear say sweet nothings? Absolutely not. Okay. <sighs> Scooby Doo was only in the picture with me and, and, the, and the kid. And he just got a. And in the eyes of this crazy person, they thought Scooby-Doo was a little too close, and they shouted out, if you don't get your effing hands off of her, I am going to F you up. This is the middle of Disney World. This is in the middle of Disney World. Where kids are around. Parents, family. How embarrassed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think at this time, I probably wasn't as embarrassed as most people would be because I had seen so much of this dizzy craziness. But it still <laughs> brought on a, a, a piece of, you know, like shock. I, I'm just totally shocked at the level of stupidity I'm involved in. I am just totally speechless sometimes. That, you know, whenever I think this person has gotten to the ultimate low, there is much more f deeper that, that, that he can go. I, I'm just, I'm shocked that this man um, decided to go after a Disney character. Uh, that's not the only character he decided to go after. <laughs> we decided once we were going at a basketball game, <laughs> and I decided that um, that we needed a date night. You know, there were just times where things were just so boring around us, and you know, life just got in the way. And I'm like, hey, we need a date night, and date night to him was too expensive. It's going to cost this. It's going to do this, and I'm like, hey, nobody asked you to pay for anything. I'll take on the cost. I'll incur the cost of a date night. So I just we decided we were going to go to a basketball game uh, in Philadelphia. We we're just going to go to Philadelphia, see the sights, go to a game. And at this time, um, my favorite player during this time was Dwayne Wade. So the Miami Heat is coming to to Philadelphia. He gets to see. Um, Allen Iverson play, which is an exciting game, and I get to see Dwayne Wade um, all as well, I think. I get us great seats. We're sitting right behind the backboard and maybe the sixth row behind the uh, uh, visitors team backboard, and um, too close for the mascot to get to. <laughs> so... <laughs> The mascot for the 76ers is going around, and, and he's having a good time um, getting the crowd involved, and he's interacting with the crowd. And he happens to come in our direction, in our section, 
and he's messing with everyone in every row, on every end, everywhere, as he does, as they all do. So he reaches my section, and we're uh, maybe in the middle of the row, so he spots me, and he thinks, wow, nice-looking lady, and he blows kisses. And, yes, I'm sitting next to the guy that I'm dating, and the mascot just blows kisses. Now, this is not something that he wasn't doing to other people. Well... This guy I'm dating did not like that either. He told the mascot that he better get his, you know what, away from here before he F him up. To the point that he stood up and ran the mascot away from our section. <laughs> I am in... I, this <laughs> sounds like he is, um, he's the jealous of mascots. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's jealous of mascots. I think um, insecurities. All his insecurities were falling all out of his skin. You know, let's just say. Um, oh, he wasn't the most honest person in a relationship either. So all of his insecurities were just flooding him and um, reminding him. Those were, you know, God's little subtle reminders that, you know, she could be doing it too. You know, there are people that are interested in her. Don't you know? As the world turns. As the world turns. Well, I, I appreciate you giving us a little bit of uh, insight of your life. Mm. Uh, it's definitely crazy. <laughs> but it's mine. But it's your life. And, and I, I hope our listeners take heed. And I'm sure it's going to be interesting feedback from everybody. But uh, Oh, my gosh. But uh, Take it easy on me, people. Take it easy. I'm human. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on today. And um, we will, I'm signing off at No Picks After Dark podcast. Peace, love, and happiness.